Now, the program to help you and your family get fit and stay fit with a biblical foundation without a one-size-fits-all plan. It's Faith Family Fitness with your host, Full Armor Sports and National Champion Coach, Jason Lupo. Welcome to Faith Family Fitness on 100.7 The Word. Today's topic is something I've talked about in the past, but we're going to dive really deep into this subject today, and that is late bloomers in sport, specifically boys. We haven't talked about this in depth, but it's come up in plenty of conversations. Uh, You know, when we talked about the idea of talent back a while ago, uh, we talked about this essentially late bloomers in sport and kids that are a little bit developmentally behind catching up and even potentially surpassing their peers. So we're going to dive in primarily on the boys side today. So if you're a parent with boys, this uh, information may be extremely useful to you. Um, We also have a new tab on our website under growing up. There is all of this information from all of this research available on faithfamilyfit.org. So we invite you to check that out as well. Walk through the stages of uh, understanding all that we're talking about today. Uh, If you're looking for more resources on top of the information you're receiving here today on the air. So once again, we're talking about male late bloomers in sport. Those kids that uh, maybe start puberty a little bit later in life. We're going to take a brief time out. When we come back, we're going to uh, continue this conversation. Full Armor Sports Teams has a new facility for after-school youth programs. It's located at 2380 Montebello near North Academy and Union with two pools for swim lessons and swim teams, a weight room for powerlifting, conditioning, and more. Full Armor Sports Teams is a Christ-centered and family-oriented organization bringing the youth of Colorado Springs together. For more info on after-school and homeschool programs, go to fullarmorsportsteams.com or call 719-629-SWIM. Welcome back to Faith Family Fitness on 100.7 The Word. Today's topic of conversation is the effects of male late bloomers in sport. So we're going to look at a couple different things. We're going to talk about what a late bloomer is to start, but we're also going to talk about what that means uh, physiologically uh, with athletes growing up and what that looks like. And we're also going to talk about the psychosocial effects. So essentially, um, the psychology and the social interactions, the peer interactions that that athlete might have with their peers being a little bit developmentally delayed. So this conversation is extremely important. Uh, If you walk into any classroom, any middle school classroom, even a freshman in high school classroom, you're going to notice drastic difference in appearance. You're going to notice that there are some kids that are way developmentally ahead. They're way taller than their peers. They look older than their peers. Uh, All of this is because they have started the puberty process earlier than those of their peers. And, And this is even seen in fourth and fifth grade classrooms. We see that there's drastic differences in development and in growth and maturation among youth. Now, we're focusing the topic, and we focus the topic on males because there is more prominence in the psychosocial effects and in the kind of the psychology behind that than that of a 
a female late bloomer. In fact, actually, there's quite a bit of research that shows that the opposite, that the uh, early bloomers on the female side actually encounter more uh, psychological I don't want to say issues, but psychosocial effects than, than that of the late bloomers for a variety of other reasons that, that we're not covering today. But here's where this matters. All right. In a study by Horn and Locks, it's in the book, Children's Organized Sport, A Developmental Perspective. Here's what they found. Early maturers benefit from positive reinforcement and encouragement, while late bloomers, due to their lack of skill, size, or experience, receive markedly less social support and reinforcement. In that same article, okay, uh, they cite that people often predict future athletic success on general physical fitness, which favors early maturing athletes. So obviously this uh, is not uh, hard to picture or imagine, but the kids that have the increased strength, the increased size that are taller in sport and early age, end up being what we consider the superstars of the sport. Now, it has nothing to do with talent or ability, even though that's the the title that we give it is talent. It has everything to do with the fact that they just outweigh, out-height, out-strength their other peers in that age group. And so what tends to happen is coaches tend to have this all eggs in one basket approach where they focus their attention on those early bloomers. They end up being superstars. Well, it, it, it ends up coming down to, well, what kind of coaching, what kind of encouragement is being given to the kids that are slightly behind developmentally? that maybe haven't started puberty as early. And this is a big issue for kids 12 to 14, even 15, 16 years old. It's, it's, the, it, it's a developmental difference that is visible and it's seen. And, and the issue becomes that you cannot judge future performance in a young athlete based purely on their performance at the age of 12 or 13 or 14. Because there's plenty of studies that show that the kids that start puberty later in life catch up and sometimes even surpass their peers. So it, it, we don't want to discourage those athletes that are developmentally behind from participating in sport. And that's what we end up doing a lot of times It's the damage that gets done when we look at the early bloomers and we put an increased emphasis on it. And so some of the research has come out in regards to uh, the difference in developmental age versus chronological age. So talking about the 12-year-old that looks like a 15-year-old, that has the size of a 15-year-old, that has the maturity of a 15-year-old. And so plenty of research shows that, uh, you know, favoring developmental age in sport is the right option, right? So having the athletes that are more developmentally ahead compete with other athletes that are at the same developmental age that they are and the athletes that are developmentally behind uh, essentially participating at a lower level or essentially a, a lower developmental age group. Now, there's a whole ton of other wealth of 
psychological reasons why we don't necessarily do that. All right. But this is what we see. This is what we see. This is what the research is showing. I'm not saying it's the right move, but I am saying that even if that's not the right move, that if you're listening on the show today and maybe you're a coach or you're a parent, use this information to number one, encourage your kids because they will catch up to their peers. They will. It might take some time. They're on a different time schedule than that of their peers. If you're a coach, keep in mind that these kids are going to catch up. And if you can instill in them the fun aspects of sport, the challenging aspects of sport, encourage those kids to challenge themselves to get better, to not necessarily compare themselves with their peers. And in the process of doing that, you can potentially keep these kids in sport longer. And the upside is if you keep them in sport, those may end up being your top athletes. I've been coaching a long time. I've seen this in plenty of situations. It's a little bit easier in swimming and, and powerlifting, the sports that I primarily coach, because they're, by and large, individual sports. So it's, a lot of it's about self-improvement. But it doesn't, doesn't change the fact that, number one, regardless of uh, you know, how much you try to remove a scoreboard from youth sports, which I uh, 100% disagree with that concept, even at an early age, I'm sorry, but even five and six-year-olds are keeping score. They are. They know the score. Let's, let's ditch that idea. But uh, they're still, the kids still understand whether or not they're improving. They still understand whether or not they're getting better. And so we've talked about this too, but, and I just wrote an article on this as well, but the research behind why kids start and stop playing sports. And so here it is. So the number one reason why kids value sport or the important values that they have or share in sports, and this is uh, from a study. Uh, let me look this up. A What Sport Means in America, Study of Sports Role in Society. Okay. So this study showed that youth that responded to the survey said that doing their best was the most important value that they had at 92%. Performing well was second at 83%. Improving my skills and fun were tied for third. Kids know whether they're going to succeed in sport. And the number one reason why kids stopped playing sport was it wasn't fun anymore. Number two, they found something else they liked better. Number three... They weren't as good as other people their age. A further study showed this, said that uh, findings regarding the interpersonal predictors of age and perceived ability demonstrated that younger children and those who perceived themselves to be more able experienced greater enjoyment than their counterparts. So there is a perception of ability, and this was out of Scanlon and... uh, Lou in 1986. This study is also found on the website. But it essentially says that your perceived ability in a sport dictates your enjoyment of that sport. So kids that are developmentally behind, that may have not have started puberty yet, they may feel like they're behind their peers. They're not as good as their peers. 
And as such, they will struggle to enjoy that sport, and we might see them leaving sport altogether. Hopefully to another sport. Hopefully they're still active, but a lot of times they are not. Now, there's an interesting situation because what is clinically defined as delayed puberty does not match the psychological impacts. And, and I say this because in many of these studies, essentially, if they haven't started puberty, the first bit of puberty by the age of 14, then that's being compared to delayed puberty because it's two and a half standard deviations away from the mean. So essentially, many, many kids, they start uh, this pubertal process. They enter into the first stage of puberty, which, by the way, the first stage of puberty, we don't really notice a whole lot of physical changes. But that first stage of puberty typically occurs around the age of 10. Well, normal development, normal puberty, says that so long as they start that first stage by 14, then they're not technically, clinically delayed. But if you have a 14-year-old or a 13-year-old or even a 12-year-old that has not begun that process, the impact from a psychological standpoint and a psychosocial standpoint of them comparing themselves to their peers, that's the problem. Sure, it's not clinically delayed. You're probably not going to find a doctor that is going to you know, prescribe an intervention at 12 years old if your kid hasn't started puberty. It's it's not what is medical standard. And by the way, uh, none of this information is intended to be medical advice. Okay, it's strictly for informative educational purposes. Always consult your doctor if you have any questions. But this is what the research says. So it's either 2% standard deviations away from the mean or 2.5%, or sorry, uh, two standard deviations or two and a half standard deviations away from the mean, which is still a drastic difference in what we consider normal puberty. In Marshall and Tanner's research, uh, they found that, in fact, we have observed several boys who went through a perfectly normal puberty beginning after they were 15. So clinically, there's not a problem. There's not a problem clinically. And, and that's where we end up with a situation where, yes, we know deep down inside that these kids will eventually catch up to their peers. We know that they will surpass their peers or could surpass their peers. We know that the timing of when they start puberty and how fast they go through puberty, what we call pubertal tempo, does not dictate anything about their height, anything about their abilities, anything about their strengths, anything about their talents. We know this information deep down, inside. We know it to be sure. We've, we've seen the research, but it doesn't change the fact that those kids are still going to compare themselves to their peers. So if for some reason you don't believe that this is such a big issue, let me just continue a conversation on exercise physiology and developmental differences for a second. So uh, in, in Roland's book, 
He says that the most important factor in the development of physical responses to exercise during the childhood years, physical growth is the most important factor. So what we know is that a 16-year-old has a three times greater maximal oxygen uptake, VO2 max, than when they were five. It's, it's due to the fact that the lungs grow almost triple the size from the age of six to 16. And we know that the heart grows essentially two and a half times from the weight of 95 grams to about 258 grams. We also know that they, the economy of movement improves. And we know that youth that have undergone puberty or started the process of puberty will see increased volume of muscle tissue, muscle growth, hypertrophy. All of these changes will impact sport performance. And so we see that no matter how hard these athletes that are a little behind are going to try, which they try their best, they still cannot keep up with the physiological changes. It's just a matter of fact. It's just a matter of what we know to be true. Linfers found that uh, late maturation correlated significantly and negatively with ego development and sexuality. So we know that uh, lower levels of ego are going to impact and create a lower self-image. Psychologically mature boys with delayed puberty are painfully aware and concerned with how they look in the eyes of others. That's proving the earlier statement that these kids understand that they are behind. And there is a comparison that occurs. Another study found that more mature boys were somewhat more satisfied with their weight in 7th grade and were less likely to want to change their appearance in 8th. So the kids that are on the normal trend of pubertal timing show that they're more happy with their physical appearance. We see that this self-image is giantly, greatly impacted by pubertal timing and tempo. I, I bring all this up because these kids exist. They actually exist in, in far greater numbers than anybody would ever realize. The fact that, you know, I, I see kids on a regular basis and I've been doing this a long time and I've been in education and I've been in sport and I've been in the classroom and I've seen the differences in peers, in height, in weight, in ability. And I also know the impact that it has psychologically on the athletes that are a little behind. I've seen it firsthand. For years, I've made this the uh, a, a gigantic part of my research. It's been very near and dear to my heart. I have research stacks of papers in my file cabinet in regards to this topic. And I've done my best. I want to make sure that, that we use this information to impact 
the greater community and to make a difference in the lives of these kids. So I, I hope that you go on our website, faithfamilyfit.org, and, and go through all of the research that we have on this topic. And I promise I'll continue to add it. You can also read our latest post about uh, why kids quit sports if you want that data. But utilize this information. Share this information. It's important. It's important for the psychological development of your young men, young boys. Because there is hope, oftentimes when they feel hopeless, because nobody's explaining that just because they're shorter than their classmates, that every research paper on this topic shows that it does not impact the end result and the maturation that's going to occur. We've seen athletes that, that are significantly smaller than their peers. I, I can like think of off the top of my head five that come straight to mind that are now six foot two, six foot three, massive build, and are taller and stronger than their peers. And so the pubertal timing is a big issue psychologically in our young men. And this information being shared with them can greatly help. We're going to take a brief time out. When we come back, we're going to uh, wrap up this show on late bloomers, especially boys in sport. Thanks for listening to Faith Family Fitness, a presentation of Full Armor Sports Teams. Teamwork is at the core of any successful organization. At Full Armor Sports, led by national champion coach Jason Lupo, a Christ-centered approach to sports fundamentals and fitness has earned his company the respect of athletes and their parents. Full Armor Sports is committed to helping youth in our community experience growth through sports and to strive for improvement and excellence. Further, youth compete as individuals coming together with a sense of teamwork, camaraderie, and support for one another. At Full Armor Sports, the reality is achievements, failures, wins, and losses eventually fade away. But the bonds team members form through competition evolve into relationships lasting forever. Learn more at FullArmorSports.com. Welcome back to Faith Family Fitness on 100.7 The Word. Thank you so much for joining us today. Once again, all this information today can be found on our website, faithfamilyfit.org. Under the tab, Growing Up, you will find all of the information presented here today and more because we didn't get to everything that we have on this topic, but we're trying to fill the website with it. You can also find links to Full Armor Swim Team, Full Armor Sports Teams if you want a place for your kids to call home. If you need trusted adults in your kid's corner, check us out. We would love to bring you guys into our family. Bring you into our family of of awesome athletes with a strong community and camaraderie. Our kids love each other. They love what they're doing. They love the sport. And they have fun doing it. And we know that's so important for the development of our young people. We are focused on positive youth development. We are focused on making sure that kids have a place to call home in El Paso County. So if you're in the county, please check us out. If you're not in the county, find a program that fits your family and has 
the ability to impact your youth in a positive dimension. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next Saturday. This is Faith Family Fitness on 100.7 The Word. This has been Faith Family Fitness with Coach Jason Lupo of Full Armor Sports Teams of Colorado Springs. Join him at the same time next week for Faith Family Fitness on The Word 100.7 